In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. How are you, Nicole? How is everything? How is wedding planning? You know, at all. You know, it's it's good. It's gotten better. I know last episode I was very stressed over the bridal shower. If you guys haven't listened yet, make sure you go do. Um, you can just hear my like relatable stress because I know we're all stressed. Have you figured out when you're going to are you going to do it? Bridal shower? It's happening. It's going to happen June 26th. So we're recording this episode like a week before you guys hear it. So in this case, before. two weeks, actually. I yeah. Think. So by the time you guys hear this, I will have sent out my invitations for the bridal shower. We're doing evites because nobody has time to ship out over mail um, invitations for an event happening less than a month later. Um, so that is what's going on with the bridal shower. TBD on how that will go. I will report back. You know, we're going to have to have a big update on the 28th because um, that weekend is my bachelorette so we'll have like our first real bridal things to like really go over oh my gosh i cannot wait we'll have to put in a lot of time for updates that week wait your bachelorette is so much sooner than i thought it was yeah it's i mean it's i would it's like six five five probably five months before my wedding which is like a lot which is like a long ish time but um I'm excited for it. Yeah. Like, I feel like usually they're done like two or three months before the wedding. Yeah. Mine's a little longer, but I don't know. Everyone's like falls and stuff were like super booked. And we were, uh, we wanted to do something like in the summer ish. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like how it happened. And I'm excited. I like, I don't, I kind of, I prefer like further away than too close. So, right. Well, yeah. I'm excited. You're doing a destination wedding. So it's like that too. Yeah. You want to space, space out the, the trips yeah would you say your bachelorette as it's planned right now is going to be more chill kind of girls weekend or more wild i have a few friends who are planning it and i really haven't i don't have that much insight into the planning to be totally honest um but i feel like lake tahoe in itself is not like it's not like a clubbing place so i feel like it will be like a mix of like boat party like fun bars that kind of thing so like almost like in between the two like it's not like vegas but it's not like spa weekend upstate right right you know what i mean like something in the middle that's what i'm seeing most of our audience doing too it's like everybody's kind of over well especially in the wake of covid everybody's over like clubbing going out like hardcore vegas miami clubbing even though some people definitely still do that. But we're seeing that a lot of people are doing these like 
weekends where you still drink with your friends and whatnot and still have a blast, but it's like you go rent a cool house or Airbnb somewhere and you just enjoy being there with your friends and you do activities totally. and stuff, but it's not. I think you know. especially like these like summer, early summerish ones, because it's like when they're being planned, people weren't really sure like what the world would be like. Right. So, I mean, at least for us, when we were going into planning my bachelorette mode. We were kind of like, where can we go? We're like, if things are open, it'll be great and fun. But if things are not open, we have a house where we'll all be able to hang. Mm-hmm. So I think anything in this like May, June, July space is kind of like... um for, especially for the ones that were planned like further in advance, I think we're probably similar to mine in terms of like, let's have a backup plan in case thing, the world is like still closed. Yeah. You have to do me a favor and designate. I'm doing this on my bachelorette. Designate at least one person to be like the head of content capturing because the Batches Bride's audience is going to demand to see your bachelorette. So we put Sammy in charge. She'll be there. I was literally going to say Sammy. She'll because she can cover it. She's she's used to that. She is our head of content after all. That's true. I happen to have the head of content on the Bachelorette. (laughs) So I will. I hope she will. uh, Sammy, if you're listening, I know she listens to all the podcasts. Um, This is a a mutual (laughs) request from me, Nicole, and the rest of the Batches Brides audience. Let us know if you're down. Yes. (laughs) part of your job sammy real quick before we get in that actually just reminded me um i posted something on the instagram recently and it was this tiktok of a girl saying like this is a lifesaver on your bachelorette designate a job for certain uh people coming like somebody has to be the bartender somebody has to be the cleaner somebody has to be the um uber caller like roles and it was a divisive topic like some of the audience members were like never do this. This is a way to lose friends. But then I got a couple, my friend was like, wait, we should do this on yours. It'd be so helpful. So what do you think? I think it is helpful, but do not force it. Cause that's right. weird. Um, totally. I feel like it's the kind of thing where if someone's like, can I help with anything? Yeah. And you can give them that. But like, I don't know, at least I'm thinking of my friends. If someone were like, <laughs> creating like an email and designated thing they'd be like fuck off are you joking um <laughs> i think it depends on your crew my crew would be like my friends are very helpful and they like do a lot of shit right. but i think if someone they would not take kindly to someone being like and your job is like you're on trash duty they would like not <laughs> be as- and honestly neither would same. i so same <laughs> I it would it. make my friends want to help less like they'd help organically more totally before i assign them here's the thing about helping or doing anything really it's a lot more fun when you think it's your idea yes. so you know what i mean like it's a yes. lot more annoying when someone tells you to do it for like i think about this with cleaning like i like a clean apartment but when mike like tells me to like clean something <laughs> that i've made really messy i'm like I don't need to like live like this, but like, makes what? it worse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But when I'm like, oh, wow, it's messy in here. I need to clean up. Like I'm so much more excited to do it. Yep. Yep. So if you do, that's a good tip. If you want your bridesmaids or friends to help out on your bachelorette, make them think it's their idea and they'll be more enthused about it. Totally. Where are you going on your bachelorette? <laughs> Tulum, baby. Oh, no, I'm not you. I don't want, I, I already knew that. I don't know why I asked <laughs> you. I meant, I, what I meant to say is where is your mic going on his bachelor party? Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know why I said I like did not. That wasn't the question that I was trying to. Ask. It's <laughs> Monday. Like, God damn it. It's Monday. We haven't had coffee. Yeah. Um, 
Mike is going to Atlantic City. Oh, fun. Which is random. But he wanted to do, he's like from around there. So it's not that adventurous for him. But he's like that. He's a homebody. He wants to be in his comfort zone with it. And he kind of was just like, you know, it's post COVID. I don't want to make them travel uh, the opposite of me. I'm like, get in the, get on the plane, girls. We're it's going like we're going on a plane and then we're going on a two hour car drive from the airport. <laughs> no, I love Tulum. Aileen's bachelorette was so much fun. You're gonna have a blast. So I was, just, I had to get in like a uh, a travel joke there. I'm sorry. Yes, no, it is true though. It's it's a lot. We're seeing that it's it's just a lot. It is, but you know, it's so when, fun though. It, you're gonna have yeah. an amazing time. Yeah. Um, Where's your mic going? He's going to Austin in September. That's a popular one. Yeah, okay. we were looking at Austin because it's like very. Um, it's very well priced, I think, and like easy to get to, and there's a lot of flights and like convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd already been there, so we were like, if we're gonna try, we're gonna like travel again. Like, let's go somewhere we've never been. So, or I've been, I've been to Tahoe, but I've been in the winter. I've never been in the summer. So, Austin is like the old. I mean, it's still a very popular destination. I feel like it was the hot thing, like a couple years ago and now it's like Scottsdale instead. I could be wrong about that. But I just No, I think it's a little it's a little overplayed. I I feel that, but I also think like there's a reason things are overplayed. It's because they like they're good work. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like because like yeah. it makes sense. It's convenient. It's warm. It's like there's boats. There's like a bunch mm-hmm. of shit to do. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Austin's underrated cuz you think like when you first think of it, you're like, oh, what is it? Tacos and barbecue, whatever. But it's there are I see people go. I've never been. I see for these bachelor and bachelorette parties, they're on these like really cool like boats, like playground, like there's a slide off a boat. I don't know if that's everybody's, but we'll have to do yeah, you know t- what? Totally. We'll do a um maybe we'll do a guide after Mike's bachelor trip. Yeah, bachelor we'll have him- party there. We'll have him give us all the uh, the details that he yes. feels comfortable sharing, given that it's a bachelor party. But you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll force him to tell me all the inappropriate things, too. Um, yes. And then you went to a wedding this weekend, right? So, like, I went yep. to my first wedding last weekend. You went to yours this weekend. Like, tell me, how did it feel? What were the vibes like? Was there dancing? What was, like, the feeling? It was interesting. So... It was my cousin's wedding, my first cousin. It was in Maryland. It was everybody who was there. I'm pretty sure she said like she kind of just like softly checked with people that everyone was vaccinated. There was probably like a hundred-ish, a little over a hundred-ish people there, but everybody was vaccinated, so we're good. Um, it the vibes were it was so much fun. I had a blast. My sister, we had to leave a little bit earlier because we drove with my sister and she's pregnant and we had to get home before the babysitter, all this stuff. So we had to leave the reception a little early, which sucked. And I do not recommend I should have like Mike and I should have just split from them. But, um, the vibes of the wedding, it it was so much fun, but it was so, it was so weird because we haven't been in that situation. It it was almost like people forgot what a wedding is. Like we were all just like, looking around like, okay, well, what next? Like, right. Like, are we allowed to be here? Are we allowed to do things? It feels like, you know, I feel like that was, that's been the vibe doing anything the last month. Like I'm excited, but I'm also kind of like, it feels like illicit 
or something. <laughs> yes. Yes. It feels, yeah. It feels like we're like underground, not allowed to do this, but like mm-hmm. we are. But if you're vaccinated, that's like, that's yeah. what the CDC is saying. Like get out there. You're vaccinated. Yeah. Especially Maryland. I know like lifted all of their right this past or the week before the wedding lifted every single oh wow um, mandate like you're, so you're like good to, to go then yeah. for your wedding you're like good yes. to go full capacity like don't have to cut anyone out that's awesome mm-hmm. you must have been like pretty relieved i forgot to mention that that was a big update yes <laughs> yeah no because we had been talking about that like in the past few months that you were like scared you were gonna like your wedding planner was telling you to like sort of right. break yourself and that's People great. I mean, that must be like a huge like weight off of your back that you don't have to. It definitely is. Be worried it about that. Is. Yeah. I mean, now I just don't have to worry about like having to social distance dance people and stuff yeah. like that. But um, one That's thing awesome. I noticed at the wedding that I forgot is a huge underrated thing. People, I I guess it was because like everybody was like probably feeling socially awkward because we haven't been in social situations like that forever. After the ceremony, it was like a mad rush to the bar for cocktail hour, (laughs) which I feel like that always is. But I just remember being like, oh, my God, animals. And I don't know if it's just because like my family's crazy, whatever. (laughs) It was just like the whole wedding, like rush to the bar. And I was taking mental notes the whole time. I was like okay, make sure there's like plenty of bartenders, especially at the beginning of the cocktail That's a good hour. point. Bartenders, yeah. having enough bartenders like shadily underrated because you don't want mm-hmm. people spending their whole time like waiting at the bar for a drink. It's like, right. you want them to be like dancing and on the dance floor. So I think that's a really good point. Like make sure your venue is like well staffed. And I think sometimes they don't get, they give you like one bartender per like 50 people or something like that. And if you are a little concerned about that, you can always like ask to like add another one or like pay a little more to add another one um but mm-hmm. i definitely i think that's a great point i don't i didn't think of that either but when you do go to weddings like sometimes it does feel like you're waiting forever for a drink right right yep it's just funny the notes you take like the mental notes you take at weddings when you're planning a wedding too like the audience got a kick out of the fact mike saw the candles on the table my fiance mike and he was like Oh look, Nikki, they allow um they allow open flame here. And I'm like, the fact that you know what open flame is by now, right? Maybe, like, tell me a wedding without or t- tell me you're planning a wedding without telling me you're planning a wedding. That was just it's so funny because you know. only the people who are planning a wedding even notice any of that shit. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Should we get into our emails? Let's get into it. We have some good ones. Okay. I can read the first one if you'd like. Yes, please do. Hello, Betches. I've been listening to your podcast since I got engaged almost two years ago. I am too a Corona bride who had to postpone. So I appreciate beyond words, the podcast and your commiserate in the situation. Now to my question. Gifts. What to get parents is a thank you for this wedding. And my brother will also be officiating. So I wanted to get him something as well. All the bridesmaids and groomsmen get gifts but I have no idea what to do with the parents and my brother. Everything I think of, everything I think of is either not enough or not special or like way, way, way out of reach. Any advice and help would be greatly appreciated. Like how much do you spend? Is it like 10% of the wedding contribution? If the bride's parents are putting in 50K, then a 5K gift and the groom's side is putting in 10K, like a 1K gift or what? Also, what if the groom's family has not been involved even in the slightest? Do you have to get them a gift? 
Thank you so much. I'm usually the gifter in the group. I am known to give a thoughtful and spot on gifts. So this is really hard for me to not be able to think of anything. Help a girl out three months away and super stressing. Thank you so much. Giftless bride. What do you think? So this question, I feel like we haven't talked about before. We've talked about like gifts for everything else, but can I be honest? I did not even know that that was a thing. You're not the only one. I, I love your honesty because you're not the only one. Well, first of all, I would not know anything if it weren't for the Betches Brides audience. So I didn't even before this, but I've been getting, we picked this question because I've been getting a ton of questions lately about this. Like, what do I get my parents forget? So apparently it is a thing, which good to know. Good to um, know. I was not aware. Right. But that said, it doesn't have to be like, if you don't want to or can't, it does not have to be a thing. Like it's Are not parents like must. expecting it. Do parents know it's a thing? I, that's a good question. <laughs> well, let's not tell them. Let's not even ask them. So they don't right. think of it. <laughs> but um, I mean, like, did your sister get your parents a, g- a gift? No, when- no. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like it's very like. Maybe yeah. a certain group. I mean, we talk about this all the time where it feels like a lot of the wedding stuff is like based on what people around you are doing. Like exactly. do your friends pay for hair and makeup or do you pay for hair and makeup? Like it depends on your group. I wonder if this is sort of a similar thing. That it, I think it definitely is. Like, I think it, I don't know. We'll have to ask guys, let us know if it happens in your area. Like maybe it's, you know, how Southern wed- wedding traditions are so different from Northern ones. Like mm-hmm. I think it might be that. Even though we have, I mean, we have audience members from everywhere. So I don't know. I can't pinpoint it at the moment, but <laughs> I always thought the gift was like, you can invite your friends. If you're paying. <laughs> Literally, you're allowed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I agree. I, it, that is a gift in itself. I think, like you said, it's different for everyone. It's different for if you, if you are a person who has like older siblings or cousins or whatever who have kind of gone before and set the precedent that might be a little more helpful for you to gauge if you're expected or not Mm -hmm. um but if you are one of those people who you do want to i think it also happens more when the parents are really the ones contributing and paying for the wedding it's like it's kind of of more of a thank you right yeah like if you're a couple and you're paying for your entire wedding on your own and your parents are just there to support you and love you sure then i don't think it definitely i mean i wouldn't at all if that were the case um but i do think it's it's a nice little thing to say thank you and now that i know it's a thing i might start i might just add it to the fucking list of things i have to do (laughs) like great um what does the audience think so we polled you guys and everybody said and i will share these on the instagram at some point too but podcast first um Everybody said that everybody was saying like more just sentimental, like custom things versus like a couple people were like, get your dad a watch and mom domineerings. And it's like, no, we can't do that. I mean, if you have the money to, why not go for it? But rarely do, do we have that? So a lot of people were saying like, weirdly, a lot of people said embroidered handkerchief. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) which I guess they have I feel a lot like of this seat. is like a southern thing. Yes. <laughs> I had like to my, guess. <laughs> my dad would be like, what is this handkerchief? <laughs> right. I don't know if I either my parents have ever used or like thought about using a handkerchief, but it's yeah. okay. 
And then so a couple of people said jewelry, which I, I remember my sister-in-law got her mom, my future mother-in-law, like a nice, just not that expensive or anything, just a nice like locket necklace, which I thought was cute. I remember she got her that on the wedding day. Um, cufflinks for the father, customized cufflinks. That's always a nice sentimental one. A lot of people said you could just pay for your mother of bride or your mother of groom's hair and makeup. Oh, which I would smart. do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, you would. Yeah. See, that's a gift. That's the gift. You're good. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Then, I've, then I, I know exactly what to do then. <laughs> which I might actually do that because I know Mike's mom wants to get hers done with us. And I, I honestly might do that because that's. Yeah, a good one. that seems nice. Here's what. I would do not even like a side if someone was I mean I think I would do this anyway even if they weren't contributing but it seems like a nice thing to do especially if they are I would get like a picture of them and me mm. from, and us or if it, like us and the couple and them from the wedding like framed really nicely and like give it to them because like they're gonna want that and yep you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a really sentimental, meaningful gift that's like yes. makes sense, even though you wouldn't give it the day of, obviously. Right, right. I love Anyone that. Say that? Oh, a ton of people said that photo frame, okay. fo- a nice framed photo from the wedding. That was my dilemma. I was like, they don't get it on the day of, but whatever. It's still, I mean, knowing like Mike's parents and even my dad too, like that, that's something I think they'd appreciate the most. Um, you could always do a lot of people were like, honestly, just write a nice, meaningful, heartfelt card. So you could do that. And then that's great on the day of, and then just give them a photo frame later when you have photos. I think that's nice. Mm -hmm. Some people set a whole wedding album. I don't know if we need all that, but some, (laughs) you know, you know how moms are sometimes they like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just something some people were saying things like a customized cheese board. I think if you want to do something, just know that it doesn't have to be that big or expensive. Right. And I think our parents appreciate most parents, at least appreciate um, the gesture, you know, the gesture. I don't I've never heard of this rule that she mentioned in her email about, about like 10 percent. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, that seems like. I feel like people, they're not giving you the money being like, well, I'm going to get 10% of it back. Right, right. But again, if this is a big tradition in your hometown or like in your uh, community or among your friends, let us know and um, we can talk more about that. Yeah. One thing also I forgot about, my the maid of honor did this in her speech at the wedding I was at this past weekend. I forget that you can thank the people who helped, quote, make this wedding possible, aka paid for the wedding, um, in the beginning of like a toast. Like it was my my other cousin, so my cousin, the bride's sister. And at the beginning of her speech, she was like, before I start, I just want to say another quick thank you to, um, you know, our parents and Justin's parents for helping put on this wedding and make this wedding so gorgeous. And I think that's a nice little thing to do. Yeah, um, that's really nice to say. I feel like a lot think. of people also thank them in their speeches. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. So I told my sister, take notes. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? 
I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another one. You want to read it? Yes. She writes, Hi, Betches. Love the pod and love you both. My question today comes from the point of view of the maid of honor. I'm hoping you can help me navigate a tricky situation. This isn't the first time this has happened at a bachelorette I've been a part of, though it's the first time I'm the one in charge when it happens. So I'm thinking this might be a pretty relevant thing to discuss on the pod. I've been busy planning my besties bachelorette weekend for months now, coordinating with the 14 girls she wanted to invite to find a weekend that worked for everyone, finding and booking our Airbnb and planning our weekend itinerary, including making reservations for various activities throughout the weekend, all of which required a deposit to secure our spot. Over the last few months, I've confirmed with the rest of the invitees to make sure that this weekend would work, giving updates on projected costs to make sure they would be able to swing it financially and double checking that they were planning to attend many times. I had a few girls who ultimately had to back out, which was totally fine. I get it. Not everyone has the finances and life is complicated. And I appreciated them letting me know before I made any final bookings. We are now less than a month out. And after one last confirmation last week, I pulled the trigger and booked all of the non-refundable activities and our Airbnb with the final number of girls in mind. Since sending out the final information for the weekend, I've had four girls bail. It's too late for me to downgrade to a smaller Airbnb, and many of the activities we've booked were priced with the original number of girls in mind. My question is, as maid of honor, I'm already assuming tons of costs for the bachelorette, decorations, a chunk of the Airbnb reservation to make it more affordable for everyone else, goodie bags for the attendees, gifts for the bride, She's the most wonderful friend in the world, COVID bride, and she deserves to have a truly special weekend. But I'm also not made of money. How do I handle all these last minute bailouts? Do I ask the girls who bailed if they're, if they're able to pitch in some cash to help out since the pricing was based on them attending? Can I reach out to other bridesmaids to see if they're willing to help out? How do I potentially have these conversations without sounding super tacky? Her bridesmaids are a pretty scattered group. All of us come from different parts of life, so we don't know each other super well, which is a big part of why I'm doing most of the planning alone. 
Do I just suck it up and swallow the costs myself? Help, please. Made of honor, not made of money. I love that <laughs> signature. Um, yeah, this is a good email. It's quite the pickle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen this happen before um, where people drop out. And usually when the people drop out, they um, they still pay if they if they go into mm-hmm. it knowing that. I think like most things, like the way to avoid this happening is to be like really, really um, explicit. If, I mean, we, we can talk about how to fix it after, but I'm saying the way to mm-hmm. to go back to the beginning, I would say like in your before you book the, the Airbnb in your final email in your in your email where you're like, hey, here's the, everyone on this email has said that they are coming to the Bachelorette. Please confirm. Please like double confirm and let me know because the cost for the Airbnb is going to be this much per person. So if you let me know that you're in, I will count you as part of it. I cannot cancel it after that. So if you tell me that you're in, like mm-hmm. you'll have to pay if you if you need to cancel because the Airbnb is like non-refundable. So right. I would try to be as explicit as you can. It's so much easier to say that like before than to say it after when people are like, well, I didn't know that you couldn't change it mm-hmm. or that I wouldn't ha- or that it was like so final. Like I do think like when planning, it's important to be super, super explicit. And honestly, like a lot of the times because I planned a lot of these, it's good to Venmo people before you even mm-hmm. fi- like like book the Airbnb. Because if you do that, then you'll then you have the money before, and it's like a lot less awkward. It's more if you if you do that, then the person has to ask you if they can cancel, as opposed to you being like, Smart. oh, like trying to collect money after you've already paid it out. Yeah, so just like a general planning tip. Um, I know it can feel like annoying or like aggressive, but it's a good way to it, it'll help you it'll help you to feel less like pressure once you do it because you'll know you already have the funds. Right. Right. And you have to be aggressive with getting with 14 girls. Like you, you've got it. Like we tell my friends, I'm like Venmo request us immediately. Like be aggressive with it. You need to get your money back. You shouldn't be expected to like. Yeah, you're exactly like this isn't something that you, you should never be fronting like money for this many people. I don't think that that's like a necessary thing to ask or a required thing to ask. I don't think that you should just pay for this in this situation. I mean, now I guess we can talk about what she should do because it's already, it seems like it's a little late for that, right? Yeah, no, but I do love that tip for any of you listening. Just be explicit from the, from the get go. You're not going to sound psycho. You're literally just going to sound like you're planning a, an, a, a trip for 14 people, which You've totally. got to be a little. I, w- I, mean, I would if someone if I committed to a bachelorette and, and I said I was going, I would expect to be paying for that bachelorette. I, I would expect that mm-hmm. if I backed out that I would still be paying for any part of it that has already been booked or committed right. or paid or committed to. Just like when you personally plan a trip, you kind of know right. you're on the line for it. Um, mm-hmm. So I can see how this is kind of an awkward situation. Um, if I were her, I would first, I would bring it to my friend directly because she knows the all these people, the bride. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I know we always say like, don't drag the bride in. It's her, but this you can, I was going to say the exact same thing. Go on. Totally. Cause they're her friends. They're not your friends. Right. I mean, again, like I don't believe in any of this stuff of like the bride should not have to deal with any <laughs> issues surrounding her wedding or bachelorette party or anything like don't bother the bride but anything like i don't know think that her. that's true like she knows right. all of these people this is as much her problem as it is yours 
um, mm-hmm. and they're her friends. So I would just start by saying, just laying out the problem exactly how you said it to us. Just being like, hey, like I already I booked the Airbnb. Like uh, I probably should have collected the money before, but like I I just assumed we would all pay there. But it seems like a bunch of your friends have now dropped off, and the rest of us are still going to be kind of like liable for this money. Do you think it? Do you think you could ask them if they would mind still paying like mm-hmm. um, at least a portion of? what they committed to because the rest of us are going to have to pay a lot. And I wouldn't even offer your own self as paying for that. I would just say like, because it'll be a lot more expensive for everyone else because you would have to split it among those people. That's what I was going to say. Like she's already done enough. She she said at one point she's already paid a, a bigger chunk of the Airbnb reservation to make it more affordable for everyone. So she's already to end and the goodie bags, the gifts, all that, that adds up. Like, I don't, I personally don't think my maid of honor, my sister isn't coming on my bachelorette, but even if she were, I wouldn't be like, yeah, you have to pay for more things. I think it should all just be split equally totally. between everyone, including myself. I'm paying including for my flight. I'm paying for totally. my, yeah. Like I think, everything. yeah. I mean, in my group of friends, everyone, including the bride splits everything equally. The only thing the friends pay for the bride isn't included on is like if they made like a shirt or if they got like right. they decorated the room like the bride doesn't pay for like because that's usually right. like kind of a surprise so mm-hmm. everyone else pays for that but everything else like the dinners the food like you're, people are paying a lot to go on your trip that you pick the destination of it's not like you get to pick where you get to go on a free trip to right exactly <laughs> exactly and i think that's that's exactly how my friends are i have heard bachelor like mike was like yeah, I think the boys are picking up my hotel room for like what, at least one of the nights. And I was like, I feel like bachelor parties like weirdly pay for the They room. could. If that, again, I think it's like very friend group dependent. And yeah. like if in your group, like everyone, they pay for the bride's hotel, like that's nice. I don't think that, I think that's cool. I just don't think that should be like expected. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Go directly to the bride. She can, it might be a little, if it will feel less awkward for her to go to them and ask if they are cool with still paying given. And it's not like she, this bride in this scenario, it's not like she didn't, she just like blindsided them. Like she confirmed with them multiple times. She said they were coming and then it's that close. I think once she goes to them, any level-headed person would realize like, we're literally so close to the bachelorette and I'm bailing now. I'm obviously leaving her with costs on the line and the rest of the people with costs on the line. Any level-headed normal person should understand that they should still pay given that they flaked last minute. Totally agree. And if agree. they don't, I don't know. Send them to collections. <laughs> I mean, if they don't, you should kind of like make it the bride's problem a little bit. I think you could just say like, yeah. I feel like I'm in a little bit of a weird situation here because like um these people your friends and i don't know that well like would you mind talking to them and then like kind of let her come up with like what do you you could say like what do you think is the best solution because again they're her friends right and then if they don't if they really don't after even the bride goes to them just i guess split all the costs evenly but i would say to this maid of honor don't feel like you have to be like i will step up and pay the x hundreds of dollars more by myself totally team effort last one let's do it okay hi jordana nicole i'm a newly engaged january 2021 
Um, and I'm doing everything in my power not to people please during the planning process. But one of my best friends, let's call her Leslie, is already stressing me out with questions about who is in the bridal party, what my colors are, if she can plan my bachelorette party, etc. even though my wedding is not to, until October 2022. My fiance and I have been and I have been dating for over eight years. So needless to say, we are, we've been looking forward to this planning process and the big day itself. We're keeping the wedding itself pretty small, 75 people in total, and aren't even sure we want to have a bridal party. But since Leslie and her husband, he can be Jacob, included us as uh, maid of honor and best man in their wedding, I feel like we're obligated to give them both the same titles at our wedding if we do end up with a bridal party. Long story short, I really just do not like Jacob. He cheated on Leslie after they got engaged and generally just a super misogynistic asshole and bad energy. But he and my fiance have been friends since college. Same for me and Leslie. The four of us started dating around the same time. On top of all that, we've remained, we've all remained friends, but we wouldn't necessarily call them our best friends at this point, although they might consider us at BFF status still. I know we should say F it and do what we want, but is there a good way to let someone down easy? Do we have to get all deep and spell out some sort of rationale? They also are trying to get pregnant. They just did their first round of IVF. Should we use that as an out? Fingers crossed you two see this and can shed some bridal wisdom on us. We really just need a third opinion that doesn't get caught up in the history slash personalities of this whole thing. Sincerely want to be laid back, bride. What do you think? Yeah, this is an interesting one. I mean, I would definitely say don't don't use them trying to get pregnant as an out don't be like we know you're trying to get pregnant so we're not having you as our bridesmaid or maid of honor and best man um i mean this is a i mean she says that they were leslie and jacob's maid of honor and best man in their wedding so i can get feeling that obligation to reciprocate um but it, her justifications are all good. You don't even have to justify. You just don't want them as those. Those are big roles in your wedding. Like they have to do a speech usually like to, you know, take a lot of responsibility totally. on you don't. And especially if you really just don't like, especially the guy who would be the best man. Um, don't, don't give those people the roles. But I think she asks like, how could we let him down? I almost wouldn't even say something. I yeah. would just, if you want to put, I, it sounds like she would still put them. I don't know where I got this, in but it sounds bridal like she, party. If they do yeah. a bridal party. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you do a bridal party and you still want to put them in, I think that's fine. I think do what you want with them, <laughs> with them. <laughs> and if they say something, that's where you address it. And you just, yeah. You just be honest. And and whoever you do pick, I would almost make it more about that. Like, like let's say you do pick your other best friend, Sarah, to be your maid. And let's say Leslie asks you, you could just, I would make it more about your closeness and friendship with Sarah and you thinking her, she's very deserving of the role, but not make it about like, I wouldn't be like, you and I aren't really good friends anymore. Like I, or yeah, I wouldn't mention anything about the IVF. I wouldn't mention anything yeah. about like not liking the fiance. Cause none of that's really necessary. I think if she keeps asking, you could say, I haven't really figured out the bridal party thing yet. And honestly, like, I feel like it's going to be a lot more lo low key or like smaller than I even thought it would. 
Um, I would just set that expectation and then make whoever you want your maid of honor. Also, like I think we've talked about this before, but not everything has to be super even. Like just because right. someone did something for you doesn't mean you have to do it for them. Like some people exactly. have a sister that they make a maid of honor and that person and and some people have a friend that they do it and that friend has a sister so they wouldn't make it for them. Like it's exactly. not all about being like completely even and equal. Um, and we say this about all aspects of things like people are in different places of their lives at different points. You're closer to some people at some points and, and not to others. And so like. I agree with you. I think if I would just keep it at that for now. And then when you do eventually ask people if she's like, oh, I'm just a bridesmaid or or something like that, I think you could just say like, yeah, like, you know, we're um, I'm just like I've gotten super close with this other person in the past year and it felt like natural if she asks. But again, if she didn't ask, I would just not say anything and be like and just be like, I'm so excited to have you as a bridesmaid. Right, right. I'm so excited to have you there with us celebrating. I don't. Yeah, I agree. The more we talk about like designating people to be maid of honor and best man, the more I realize like it it, it just like you've said in the past, it is so weird of a just a designation of your friends. Like it almost feels like a little childish. Yeah, it's weird. You know what I mean? My my one friend who probably is getting engaged soonish, she was texting me kind of recently and she was like do i have to have a maid of honor like is that and i was like literally no no. like listen to the bride's podcast i don't have a maid of honor (laughs) yeah i was like jordana Um, doesn't have it literally i don't have a maid of honor a lot of people i know a lot of most people i know don't have a maid of honor unless it's like their sister they have one sister the sister is like the maid of honor and like or two sisters even they're usually like joint but um i feel like if you don't have a sister a lot of people just don't do it because it's like unnecessary it's like almost like why mm-hmm. hurt anyone's feelings or or you know do something unnecessarily to like make one person feel like they're more special than everyone else exactly um, unless it's like completely completely obvious but right i, I don't know if i if i didn't have a sister i would i would not have a maid of honor i don't know how to pick one friend that stresses me out just thinking yeah. of it I totally agree. And I mean, if here's the thing, if she asks you, if she's like a little bit aggressive about it and she's like seriously upset, then honestly, this is a good time to have a conversation about like the state of your mm-hmm. friendship. That's real. Like, because it's, if it, if she totally is on a completely different page as you, then you guys like kind of have an uneven relationship and you should probably discuss that. But um, if she doesn't ask, I totally ask, I totally agree with you. Don't say anything. Right. This, this plays into the larger theme of like, confrontation that we love when wedding planning and also just again like doing what you want if you if you're gonna be like subtly like awkwardly bullied into like all these decisions around your wedding then your wedding day is gonna come and it's just gonna be like this day that you aren't truly happy about like do what you want be with who you want yeah (laughs) totally i totally agree Okay, and now we're going to bring on one of my favorite people, our pop culture expert at Betches. His name is Dylan Hafer. Dylan, tell us why you're coming on the Brides podcast today. 
Hi, Nicole. Hi, Jordana. Well, I am not a bride. No, no wedding on the horizon for me. Um, but I'm coming on because we have a brand new podcast that's really exciting. It's called Pop Alarm. It's hosted by me. We have new episodes every Monday through Friday in the morning, very short, less than five minutes. And it's just the breaking pop culture stories that you need to know. If you're a fan of our podcast, Morning Announcements, hosted by Sammy Sage, it's basically that, but for pop culture. So the perfect compliment to start your day. Um, but yeah, we're going to play some some wedding trivia. Nicole has made questions. I have no idea what we're about to do. <laughs> yes. So, and guys, truly like listen to Pop Alarm, honest to God. I, if you're like me, you literally live under a rock while wedding planning and people will say these cool things going on in the world and pop culture. And I'll feel like an idiot because I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is or who that is even because all I do is plan my wedding all day and plan the Batches Brides audience's weddings all day. So it's really, truly the perfect, since we are so busy, it's the perfect, it's literally the perfect way to just stay informed in literally five minutes or less every morning. Yeah, I totally agree with with all that. And it's a great way if you're stressed out wedding planning, like take five minutes, put your yes. brain on a shelf and let Dylan explain like the more fun shit going on in the world every day right. and like take a little break. Right. Like right. figure out what's going on with Benefer. Like that's what you need to focus on for two minutes exactly. in the morning before you have to like write an email to your wedding planner of everything that's going wrong. Exactly. exactly. Put your brain on a shelf, take five minutes to yourself, <laughs> learn about what's going on. So you don't seem like that old married bitch that doesn't know anything that's going on in the world and, mm -hmm. you know, get informed. Yes. All right. That said, we are going to play a special celeb trivia game segment about celebrity weddings and marriages. And um, Dylan and Jordana are going to guess for us the answers. Okay. I feel like you're going to be ready? better as, as our resident I'm, pop I'm culture scared. expert. I don't know. <laughs> no, I feel like you both are Nicole, good. don't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan was like, can you not make them that hard? And I was like, I don't even know. Which, I'm like, I have to stalk this for my job. Right. So they're not hard to make. Nicole, for me. please keep score because I'm very competitive. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, I will. I'm like in a closet recording. Okay. The first one I know you both are going to get. It's just going to be a matter of who gets it faster. So okay. that's just. Okay. Okay. We should have buzzers, but we don't. So, question one: Which celeb couple was married for a total of seventy-two days? Oh, uh, Kim and Chris. Yes. Oh, sorry, I forgot it was timed. <laughs> yeah, still only got it right, <laughs> but I knew that one too. Chris Humphreys. Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys. Yep, their marriage lasted for seventy-two days. Okay. Question two: Which what flavor was Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding cake? Is it multiple choice or yeah, can, can we, we just get multiple choice? I, I, can, I have multiple choice because okay. I think ahead. Okay. I think considering there's like five flavors, we should just guess. <laughs> wedding okay, cake. You can guess. <laughs> I knew this one already. Was it red velvet? No. Okay. Um, it's like chocolate. No, I'm gonna do the multiple choice. You guys have to guess. Buzzcocks. Okay. Like you guys can't. It's like you guys can't handle this. Um, option A. So, the question: What flavor was Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding cake? Option A: Earl Grey olive oil cake with fresh figs. Option oh, B. Wow. We were so we were so way too basic. You were for, just gonna let us guess. Like a, 
I probably it's like a royal wedding, not like um, a six-year-old, a six-year-old's birthday party. Sorry, you go on. Like chocolate <laughs> with sprinkles. Oh, um, I'm Fetty. Okay. Okay. The option B: lemon elderflower. Oh. I don't know. Why I'm laughing about you guys guessing like funfetti for Harry and Meghan. Okay. Oh God. Option B, le- lemon el- elderflower. Option C, banana coconut mocha. And option D, ginger passion, ginger and passion fruit. What was the first one? Earl Grey olive oil cake with fresh figs. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that too. Dylan, what do you think? I I'm also thinking option A. <laughs> nope. You're wrong. It's Was option it B, lemon oh. elderflower. Oh, uh, that sounds like a drink. <laughs> yeah. It does. So, sounds like a, there's like, there's a bunch of articles on it. <laughs> yeah. I threw the Earl Grey one there as a curveball for you guys. Cause you would yeah, think it sounds, it very, sounds British. very British. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like tea-ish. Right. Okay. This one you might get. Which actress wore black on her wedding day and then later regretted it? Was it A? Sarah Jessica Parker, B, Angelina Jolie, or C, Margot Robbie? Um, what was A? Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm going to go with, who was C? Margot Robbie. I'm going to go with C, Margot Robbie, because I feel like I would have seen everyone else's wedding dress somewhere if it were black. I'm going to go with Angelina Jolie. The answer is you both are wrong. It was Sarah Jessica Parker. Shut up, really? Oh, <laughs> wow. In with Matthew Broderick? Yes. And she said in interviews since that she like regrets it. And when they renewed their vows, she was like, they were talking about like their wedding day. And she was like, if I could go back, I would just wear a normal dress. So I'm sure that's like a whole chapter in her memoir. <laughs> what year? 97. Okay, that's why I don't remember because I was eight, so I wasn't like <laughs> like watching. That was like pre-sex in the city. Like, people reading her penis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize they were married for that long. Wow. Yeah. All right. Next one. What couple confiscated their guests' cell phones to ensure ultimate privacy during their sunset service in South Carolina? I have multiple choice. Oh, you. I think I know the answer. Was it A, Ben? Is it Justin ben and Affleck Haley? And Jennifer? I think no. it's Justin and Haley too. Oh, is, is it not? Is it not? not? They got married in South Carolina. That's why it's they did. Right. That's I. I thought. You okay. Got, yeah. Okay. They sorry. Did. Maybe they did too. I jumped the gun. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Was it A, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner? B, Matt Damon and Luciana Barroso? Or C, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? Oh. Blake Lively and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to throw it out there. All I know is that Blake and Ryan got married on a plantation because that was problematic. <laughs> oh God, that South Dude. Carolina seems like where you would do that. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll I'll go with option A just to to be contrary. mix things up. <laughs> it was it was the problematic plantation wedding. Uh, Blake and Ryan. <laughs> I knew it. Well. In 2012. Now now we know why they didn't want photos. Yeah, probably smart, (laughs) smart decision. All right. (sighs) Which hip hop star had over 70,000 white dendrobium orchids flown in from Thailand 
for the wedding to his pop star bride. Is this multiple choice? No, this one you Con- just have to Kanye guess. Kanye and Kim? It's a hip hop person? Yes, and, a, and also a music person. A oh, power well then, couple, if you will. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yes, Jordana. Oh, pop okay. culture expert Dylan. I was gonna. I was thinking Beyonce and Jay Z or Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey. I forgot about them. Okay, Jordana <laughs> gets that point though. That's fine. <laughs> that should okay. Been you got choice, you got though. Kim That's and Chris. Right. Yes, true. Okay, this one you'll get. Somebody will. What celebrity couple had a private screening of the Notebook for their wedding guests? Was it A. Haley and Justin Bieber? B, Miley Cyrus you, and Liam. Can you elaborate? What do you mean they had a private screening like <laughs> like during this, like instead of the ceremony? Like Honestly, I like didn't know. After party <laughs> was just like a movie night. Right. <laughs> this one, our, inter- our kind, lovely intern, Anna, pulled. So honestly, I don't know the backstory with this one. Okay, okay. That's okay, sorry. Cool. What were the multiple choice? Haley and Justin Bieber. Uh, B, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth, or C, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra? I'm going to go with Nick Jonas and Priyanka. I'm going to go with uh, Miley and Liam. It was A, Haley and Justin. Wow. <laughs> we are really bad at these celebrity are very, weddings. These are so niche. Like I know. They're but hard. No, it's fun. It's fun. They're good fun facts. <laughs> right? I need more yeah. details about that. Like where, yeah. when, why? <laughs> I'll give. I'll start giving hints more <laughs> for people. Yeah, we have a couple left. This game okay. is fun. I could play this all day. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which couple has the words "a deal's deal" engraved inside their wedding bands? Okay, is it A? David Beckham and Victoria Adams, now Victoria Beckham. B, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Or C, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. Hint, my hint for this would be, it's a weird saying, so you, it's not, it's not who you think it would be. Who is A? David Beckham and Victoria, David and Victoria Beckham. I'm going to go with them. Um, I'll go with whoever option B was. <laughs> Dylan got it. Courtney oh, Cox wow. and David Arquette. <laughs> the reason behind this is that they chose the expression because it was used by a friend's father whose marriage that Court- Courtney admired. Well, well, I guess it didn't, it didn't work, work out so well. So <laughs> random. Maybe next so, time. Yes. Lesson learned. A couple more. <laughs> What world-renowned athlete wore $3.5 million worth of jewelry on their wedding day? Was it A, Serena Williams, B, Lindsey Vaughn, or C, Ronda Rousey? A, Serena Williams. Um, I'll say Lindsey Vaughn. It was Serena. Okay. I feel like Serena is like the only one who's like uh, successful and famous enough yes. to like and her really husband do that. Alexis. Yeah. yeah. All right. Of the three of them. One or two. Their, more. their wedding was okay. really pretty though in New Orleans. She had a great wedding dress. Yes. Yes. I know you love Serena. You wouldn't think that I she'd do. go all out with the jewelry like that. She's more 
subdued, but I guess. Uh, no, I feel like she like. She has a jewelry line now. Outfits, she makes her own jewelry. I feel like she likes to make a statement. I'm actually not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she goes there. She definitely does. Okay. Which celebrity wore jeans to his wedding? Was it A, Jake Gyllenhaal, B, Dax Shepard, or C, Blake Shelton? These Dax are so Shepherd. niche and hard. I'm going to say Blake Shelton because he like popped into my head before you even said it, but I don't actually know. The answer is C, Blake Shelton. Oh, wow. He had, they had a very country wedding. Miranda Lambert, the wife. Um, Shocker. Wore, I guess um, that makes sense. Is Jake Gyllenhaal even married? Or like, did he ever? No. Our our kind intern did this one too. And I'm like, (laughs) our kind (laughs) intern. (laughs) I I I was thinking that too. I was like, is Jake married? Pretty sure he's Um, not married. Um, Yeah. So that was famously dated Taylor Swift and left his scarf in her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that song. (laughs) Your mom showed me pictures of you with glasses on and you dumped me. Um, <laughs> good times but yeah blake and miranda they um like sh- killed their own deer before the wedding and served it the venison oh, God. at the wedding okay i do know that blake Shelton like is we- just like a bad vibe for me like i i'm not into him and i never have been and he and gwen freak me out <laughs> that's i mean i agree i agree i don't like know much about them i feel like i wish we had a question about maybe next time about um the mary kate <laughs> or ashley olsen's um like wedding the where they were like oh the bowls cigarettes. of cigarettes yeah the bowls of cigarettes everywhere that was like the most memorable thing i've ever heard about a celebrity wedding absolutely oh, yeah the bowls of cigarettes at tables have <laughs> <laughs> like, you thought about that for a centerpiece nicole <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do, honestly. Cut back on costs a bit. Um, one last question, because I think you guys will get it. If you know, we have more, but I'll spare all of you. Okay. What celebrity couple had a secret wedding in Vegas where they tied the knot using ring pops? Was it? Was it Joe and Sophie? Yes. I didn't uh, have to go impressive. through multiple choice. I remember, yeah, because Diplo was there. It was very chaotic. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Well, and then they had like a nice Paris wedding. I think it was after, but yeah, they did that first. Made headlines, and we were all like, "Joe and Sophie, you, you could afford more than the ring pops, but you know, I'm, I'm sure because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> exactly. Money can't money can't buy you class. <laughs> exactly. True. And more, pop, and, and more pop culture references from Dylan for listen to pop alarm comes out every day um, in the morning, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be out when you wake up in the morning. So, you know, just head to wherever you listen and find the new episodes. Amazing. Better than your alarm clock. Guys, check it out. Also, you can follow Dylan. Dylan has daily pop culture um, updates of his own Instagram story. I always love them. I find them so funny. At uh, what is your Instagram handle? Just at Dylan Hafer, and then uh, throw a follow to Bravo by Batches on Instagram too, because there's always lots of stuff happening there. <laughs> there yes. you go. We will be back next week till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. 
Betches.